I'm Shotzi Blackheart, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the Raw Review. I'm your host, Corey Smith, live in the Diamond Studio with my co-host today. Jose Osegada, how is everybody doing, and how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good today, man. How are you? Well, you know, going through life, enjoying, and, you know, enjoying the road bumps that we hit. You know, there's always road bumps everywhere we go. And yep. sometimes we don't look, luckily, did you see the road bump ahead? I didn't. Okay. Well, I hit sucks. that thing going 40 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, Back crap, bumper, what was that? Back bumper falls off. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. But you know what? It's a new day. It's a new dawn. I don't know. It just that sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm here, getting my mind off things. Yeah. Uh, talk some wrestling. Talk some talk some wrestling. Some news. Our new format this week. We get to start that. So that's something good to be happy to be excited about. You know. Yeah. Uh, our this week we do start our brand new format. We only have three shows right now. Three, 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 three shows. Um. We have the Raw Review, Smack It, our SmackDown Review, and uh, the B Show, which is NXT, NXT UK, and 205 Live Review. Um, But every show, we're going to have news, you know, so... Bring it to you as it happens. Exactly. We don't want to wait and give you some late news. BS. That's BS. We're going to give it to you up to the date, breaking news as it happens, if it does break while we're recording. We'll catch it. We'll catch it. But guys, to catch all those shows... We'll try to catch it. You'll catch you can catch all of them or you can try to catch them on soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio or a plethora of other fine podcast applications, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher and Castbox. If you want up to date um, updates all the time from city wrestling radio, though, just so you know, when a new show does get posted, you want to be the first to listen. Follow us on social media at CWR four one five Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, oh, yeah, we have YouTube now. Yes, we do. Uh, YouTube.com slash I need to change the last part of the domain name, I think. But search yeah. City Wrestling Radio on YouTube. And you'll find us. Yeah. And you'll find us. And that's an easy fix. We could do that after we're done here. Absolutely. Yeah, that's one of those. Like, change the URL name right yeah. here. Dude, it took me so long to figure out with SoundCloud. Like, how we were like SoundCloud.com slash 84693929. Yeah, yeah. A lot of nines in that one. But guys, let's not waste any time because we got a packed. We got some. We got a lot of news to get through before we get the raw review. Uh, let's start off with our first piece of news, uh, and I think this should be the the headline of the day. Is that you know ROH COO Jeff or uh, Joe Coff? Um, he actually defends the controversial Sinclair Broadcasting mu- Sinclair Broadcasting must run ads. Yeah. So have you heard about this? I have. Of at least the the broadcast the, uh, the must run ads. Yeah, yeah. Where it, they use the same messaging. Over and over, and then you can see all the news anchors repeating the same message over exactly. and over throughout different uh, networks. Yeah, that happened a few months ago. Um, I can't remember exactly. I think it was with uh, Trump. It was a Trump statement saying that the only reason Trump's getting negative reactions is because of the, the liberal media. Yeah, and those damn city wrestling radio boys. Um, but then it was like there was a loop of it played on YouTube where somebody compiled all the clips from all the news right. shows, and it was literally one. Two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, um, in was, order. They all received the script and they all recited what they a got. A must-run ad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sinclair Broadcasting, who um, they own, they also own Ring of Honor Wrestling. Has they been, own the company. Oh or? yeah, they own. Oh wow, they own Ring of Honor. Has been criticized over the years uh, for the must-run ads, um, but the COO of Ring of Honor doesn't believe it affects how people look at the wrestling company. So I mean. I don't know about that. I, I can see a good amount of wrestling. And sorry, this is all per uh, prowrestlingsheet.com. Yeah. Uh, yes and no. 
Yeah. It, it, it doesn't affect the way they view the product, but you know what does happen is it's... Um, what do you call it when you, you're embedding information under something and subliminal? Subliminal, yeah, yeah. Yes, they're doing. They're, they could do that to the wrestling fans, and that's not a very cool thing to do. Yeah, he actually went on to say in an interview with uh, Wrestling Inc. He says this is over. This is an overblown, overplayed media kind of fodder that people like to pick on. Cough told Wrestling Inc. Uh, Those situations are so uh, immaterial to the amount of content that we produce. It just gets picked up because people like to pick it up, that stuff up. So, Well, if they're picking it up, then it does affect the way their company is being viewed, right? Yeah, and I think this day and age, it's kind of like he's just – I know his, he's being owned by Sinclair Broadcasting, and it's harder of course. You can't, to, you know. to speak speak bad about against the hand that feeds, right? Yeah. That's the term that's used. But it, it's it's hard to turn a blind eye in today's day and age, you know? Like, we kind of have to be shocked and scared and not have to be scared – but like we should be, we should know what's going on. Yeah, and we should be able to call them out on it. Exactly. And for him to sit there and say that everything's overblown and it's not going to affect Ring of Honor, yeah, I will agree. I think most wrestling fans, the good amount of wrestling fans, will can look at this and will look at it and be like, well, it's two separate entities. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it really depends on the type of person you are. Me personally, it's hard because I like Ring of Honor. Yeah. It, it, it puts turmoil in my belly. Yeah, um, because I like Ring of Honor. They are losing a lot of stars, but you know they got a lot of people up and coming. You know, Jeff Cobb just signed to Ring of Honor. This is very similar to the WWE and their shows in Saudi Arabia. Yes, it's the same type of. I get the same type of uh, skeeves mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely not good, and I think it's something we should focus on in the near future. At least keep an eye on, because um, if Ring of Honor it does start. Speaking because it's basically propaganda. Yeah, like it's it's no, nothing basically, else. That, that's what it is. It's yeah. propaganda. It's yeah. it's it's Sinclair Broadcasting being fed. Um, or not. I don't know if they're being fed. They could be writing. They could write it themselves. Yeah. But they're being whatever told to do this, and it could be allegedly they're being told to do this by a higher power. Mm-hmm. It was me, Vince. No, it's not Austin. It's <laughs> not Vince. But yeah, no, it's just it's it's propaganda. It it sucks because I like Ring of Honor and I want to go to Ring of Honor show, but it's hard to like. God, but then it's like I look at WWE and how can I like WWE? See, man. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> we we let WWE get away with a lot of things. New Japan, can I come in? Can I come <laughs> hang out with you guys? You guys are way cooler. Um, but then watch you go to like New Japan. It's like, oh, they're very controversial in Japan. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's yeah. just like a guess. But you know, let's move on to our next piece of news. Yes, sir. Uh, you know Joey Janela? You know, remember I told you I went to the L.A. Confidential show in yeah. L.A.? It was yeah. really good. Uh, Joey Janela's Spring Break 3 is taking place during WrestleMania weekend. They're actually adding a second date to the weekend. Ooh. So that's going to be fun. So Monday night, Joey Janela announces that during WrestleMania weekend, there will be a second Spring Break show. Part 2 of Joey Janela's Spring Break 3 will take place at the White Eagle Hall. Oh, that just doesn't sound very like a nice place. Uh, yeah. In Jersey City in New Jersey. At 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. Oh, I think it's going to be literally like after the show. On Saturday, April 6th, Saturday's spring break is called the Greatest Cluster F. Yeah, the Greatest Cluster F. And with it being named the annual spring break multi-man match, Joey Janela tweeted, A lot of fans missed out on spring break three tickets, which sold out in a record-setting four minutes. Good news to the first weekend in April is now spring break weekend. Two completely different cards and completely different talent. This is the greatest cluster F t- 
tickets on sale Friday at noon. So that's going to be fun. I mean, there's so much going on during that weekend now. Yeah. I mean, especially with shows being moved around. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really cool. I, yeah. I wish I see it's it's WrestleMania remorse, man. Every year I do this to myself. Yeah. I, I, last year at especially last year in New Orleans, New Orleans. Yeah. You think that would be. <clears throat> Everyone's having fun. Like yeah. I saw all these, especially now that I'm like following indie wrestlers on uh-huh. Twitter and Facebook and everything. I see all these guys. It's like Shotzi partying with the New Day. I'm like <laughs> at a bar with like people around them. They're doing karaoke, and yeah. I'm like, but I want to hang out. You no, know, I'm stuck at this Enzo show. Yeah, exactly. I didn't, even go. I didn't even go to that man. It was free, so I said, "F it, man. Why go? Why even support that? Yeah, that 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 scamoof. I don't even know if that's a real word. <laughs> it sounds like it. You damn like scamoof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's patent pending right there. It's gonna be our first T-shirt. Uh, so with part two taking place right after Ring of Honor New Japan's G1 Supercard, Janela noted that the show won't start until everyone arrives from G1 Supercard. So guys, everyone from G1, you can go right over. Joey Janela, Spring Break too. Um, Talk about a wrestling hangover. Ooh. It's gonna be a long. It's gonna be a long weekend. You said that starts at what time? Eleven fifty nine. Eleven fifty nine p.m. PM. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whoa. Janela's Spring Break events are in conjunction with Game Changer Wrestling. Part one of uh, Spring Break twenty nineteen is being held also at the White Eagle Hall on Friday, April fifth, which is opposite of NXT Takeover. I wonder if they'll wait for that too. They'll wait for the fans to get out from that. Yeah, probably. I can see them saying, "You know, guys, you know, come on over. It's fine. Yeah. We're, not, we're not gonna judge you for liking WWE." Um, full card has come out for uh, pro wrestling or yeah, pro wrestling gorilla. They announce their the next event, Hand of Doom. Ooh. So let's go through the the card. Jeff Cobb versus Trevor Lee for the PWG title. The Rascals versus Best Friends. That's Chuck Taylor and why am I blanking on the dude's name? Uh, Rocky Romero and God. We we talked about it last week. I think or two weeks ago. Chuck Taylor and Taylor Chuck no. Beretta Beretta. There you go. Yeah, Trent Trent Beretta. There we go. Uh, for the PWG Tag Team Titles, Flip Gordon versus Bandito, LAX versus Flamita, and Ray Horace, uh, Jonathan Gresham. What? Read that again. Jonathan Gresham versus Robbie Eagles. Jonathan, is that the same Jonathan Gresham that was announcing for WWE? I can't be kidding. Unless it's like a joke match. Maybe mm. it's a, a Cole. Yeah, like like Michael Cole. Cole versus yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Cole versus Lawler. Yeah, um, undefeated at WrestleMania. Undefeated, yeah. Michael Cole, uh, Puma King versus DJZ, um, and making Brody King versus the making his pro wrestling gorilla debut, Jungle Boy. Oh, nice uh, APW faithful's own Jungle Boy. You know, we saw him down at the Joey Janela show when we were in LA. Man. Dude, he is great. I saw him. He's always up here at APW. He's our APW yeah. light heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. So, dude, congrats, Jungle Boy. Yeah, exciting, dude. That, that guy got... Uh, you, you see that? It was on Twitter. It was a reverse Huracan Rana. So it was like from the behind the guy's head. And whoever he was wrestling slammed his head on the mat. Dude, it, he's it, incredible. Whew. He's incredible. And he's uh, Luke Perry's son. Yeah. So it's funny when people say like, what? Luke Perry? Yeah, the guy from 90210. Oh, my Dylan. God. Dylan, uh, I hate when people. I do hate when people like yell it though at him. Hey, where's your dad? Yeah, it's like, on. dude, get over it. Like, and that's the lamest thing he, you could say too. Luke Perry's not Jungle Boy's dad. Yeah, L- Luke Perry is John Perry. I don't know Jungle Boy's real name. Um, 
Blank Perry's. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. his dad. Yeah. Jungle Boy doesn't have a dad. Jungle Boy is probably raised in the jungle by uh, monkeys and bears and armadillos. Yeah. Know, those, are, those aren't in the jungle, right? No, no, not those are in the but desert. His, but yeah, maybe desert. in his jungle. You yeah. never know. It's snakes and yeah. Another uh, piece of news though this week: mix match challenge. Did you hear about this? Did you hear about this show? Uh, Lynn. Oh my God! Another person pulled from the mix match challenge. Yeah, this thing's becoming a curse. So if you're gonna, it's like it's the semifinals too. Yeah, it's literally in a in a, re, in a tournament they're gonna take out a person and replace them with somebody else, which makes no no sense at all to me. Yeah, the only thing I could think of is that our truth and Carmella are winning this whole thing. They're still um, it's they're them still there, it's huh? them versus Miz and Oscar tonight and Bailey and. Uh, Apollo Crews versus Jinder and Alicia. Mm -hmm. So Finn was pulled uh, this past week after he said they said he suffered an injury. Yeah, but um, what type of injury? Apparently, no injury. According to Dave Meltzer, it was he was sick. He was legit. He he legit was sick. A flu will take you out for a week, and you'll be ready by Sunday. Yeah, yeah, he'll be fine. Uh, Because man, if I missed him at TLC, I would be pissed. I'm telling you, they need to bring him in as a demon. If he doesn't come in as a demon that day, Mm. uh, okay. If he win, if he's scheduled to win, come in as the demon, because it's Drew McIntyre. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But if he's scheduled to lose, regular Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah. Just send I out, agree with that. Just you even know, send him out in like the white clothing too, because I don't even like the uh, ooh, although a white leather jacket. Oh my god, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching too much RuPaul's Drag Race. And our final piece of news today. Um, oh yeah, Dolph Ziggler is going on a comedy tour. That's news. Yeah, he's going on a comedy tour. I think it's in conjunction with the uh, with the touring schedule. The ro- yeah, road schedule. Uh-huh. Because it starts the Royal Rumble weekend um, yeah. and goes all the way into, kicks off January 27th in Phoenix and lasts through March. Performing on the tour with the Raw Superstar will be comedian Sarah Tiana. Hmm. Uh, Ziggler did tweet out earlier this week, your attendance and reviews have made it all possible. He then, he then went on to, uh, sorry, someone tried to call me on my telephone at that point. Um, still pretty unreal. All tickets uh, links have been posted throughout the upcoming weeks. P.S. Don't worry. That 20, January 27th show is after the Royal Rumble and across the street. So he just wants to make sure so, that you're yeah. not that you don't have to cancel plans to go to the Royal Rumble because I know I would. Yeah. Say, I'm not going to the Rumble. No, I'm going to see Ziggler. Ziggler's doing stand up. Or maybe he's saying, hey, who knows? Maybe I will win the Rumble. Yeah. I think that's actually what it was. He's mm. probably sitting there covering his tracks like, hey, it's on the same day as Rumble. Oh shit! People are gonna think that I'm no, no. I meant like it's it's after, so like I could still win. It's yeah, cool. It's, it's totally possible. It's totally possible. But Dolph Ziggler, man, I I dying to see one of his comedy shows. Honestly, yeah, I heard you know, not- I, I've seen him do like after shows, like or like what was it? It it's I saw him do a reality show, some type of competition where the participants went to see him and he like critiqued them. It might have been like Last Comic Standing or something. Okay, like that. but he was involved in something like that. Was he on one of those like those like rap battle shows too? Maybe. No, that was the girls. That was the girls, and then there was one with I don't remember. But the, the, you see that you know what I'm talking about the glow girls versus the 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 quote unquote I didn't divas. See that. Yeah, the, I didn't see that. The total divas. Sounds like a Family Feud episode. It was like a rap battle back and forth. Uh-huh. But the it's really funny because the gir- glow girls were really good, and then the w- Nikki Bella's up there, and she's like, "Yo, one, two, and yo," and it yo. wasn't that great at all. Like uh-huh. it was very like that's why I make a million dollars. Nineteen eighties, very uh, much so. Burger King commercial raps, very much so. Yeah, um, but Dolph Ziggler, like I said, I can't wait to see him on tour one day. You gotta come to San Francisco, bro. 
Yeah. Take, take a couple of days off. I mean, Cobb's Comedy Club, that's probably one of the biggest comedy... Cobb's Punchline are Historic. the two biggest comedy clubs in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, David Chappelle himself has said San Francisco is his favorite place to, to perform. Awesome. You can quote me on that um, because I heard that from his mouth himself During one to of my pop face. Up, pop-up shows? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, dude, I waited in line all day for that show, too. Yeah. I got a check advance for that show. Oh, wow. I, my friend was like Gabriel from the PNC chapter, Pacific North, no, PNW chapter. Uh-huh. He was like, hey, Dave Chappelle, secret show. And I'm like, I have no money. He's like, fuck it, check advance. Yeah. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and that slowly progressed me into a series of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Snowballed. Uh, of like five years of check advance. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, we might have been in, in line at the same time and didn't know each other back then. Probably. Because like I was in line. Waiting for the, at the check and go. Yeah, huh? You'd go to one, get it cash, and then oh, you know the other one. I was talking about the Dave Chappelle line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not that. Oh. Uh, was it uh, a punchline? Uh, it, it, yeah, it was punchline. Maybe it was. Maybe it was then. Yeah. But guys, that's the news for today. Well, I you have a little bit of got, news. You got a little piece of news? All right. What that's, do we got here? That's uh, relevant. This week's Raw. Uh-oh. Second and third hours were the lowest ever. What? Second and third hours in Raw history ever. What? Are you? How can that be? I don't get it either. I, Where are the fans going? What are they watching? There's nothing on. Dude, I know you, they're not watching the They've become too cynical. That's what I believe it they're is. They're fickle. 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 They are fickle. fickle. A lot, of, But see, that's the thing is that WWE has produced this amount of cynicism now in the fans. Yeah. So it's like everyone's just going to turn off. It's like, where are you going with this? They're like, yeah, it's kind of good. But like, what are you doing? No, oh, it's going to suck. Don't worry. Yeah. Watch. Well, it's even bleeding into the storylines. Oh, my God. Let's, let's, let's get right into it with uh, Monday Night Raw. Shall we? Let's do it. Uh, so what do you think of the show overall? Meh. You know, take it or leave it. I actually thought it was pretty good. Um, it, it didn't suck. Exactly. I felt they were trying to pop that first hour hard. Oh, yeah. Like hard. Yeah, they were yeah. like, Vince is just like, ah, what do I want to do? Ah, first hour. That's what I want. Because, you know, everyone's been saying, you know, they can't. Their first hour has been the lowest rated in over years. Mm-hmm. They've been losing audience, you know, whatever. But. I don't know. Last night just seemed really cool. The Seth Rollins coming out and calling out Baron Corbin. It seemed weird. Like it, it like there were some once I started thinking about it, it was really when I was watching it, I was like, This is awesome. This is cool. I like where it's going. It's exciting. But then I once I sat down and I thought about it, I'm like, wait a minute. Who wrote this? Did Vince write this about himself? Or did is somebody else writing Monday Night Raw tonight? You know, it, it at first I thought Vince was writing but then I thought, no, he's not very self-deprecating like that. He doesn't like to clown on his own product. But who would who would do that? Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie would totally do this. This has her stamp written all over it for me. Okay, I can see that. Um, her just not taking, just being like, you know what? I'm. We're not doing this. No, mm-hmm. and just. Man, you know what? Before anybody that would digs be a, at us, that'd be a I'm big, gonna dig at us. That'd be a big blow to Vince's ego, though. If it would be, but he would be the only one to give the okay. Because if any of the other writers came up with this, he'd be like, no. And I think the only um, caveat here, and I think that's the word I'm looking for, is that it's his daughter. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, you know, it's a McMahon, damn it. Mm-hmm. Well, Helmsley McMahon, whatever. Yeah. You know, or Levesque McMahon. Levesque. Levesque McMahon. Levesque McMahon. Uh, yeah, no, but like I said, it felt like, uh, somebody else, it felt like to me, somebody else was leading wrong. I didn't know who, but it makes sense if Stephanie was. Yeah. I'm sure she got into her dad's ear and was like, look that all, everybody's talking smack about us and talking about how SmackDown is better than raw and how raw sucks. They are talking smack, talking smack down. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, look, 
let, let's get let's take the bullets out of their guns. The inter- internet wrestling community, uh, and we'll strike at ourselves. First. Stephanie was like, I was listening to the city wrestling radio. Boy, did they have some grievances. They hey, we're we're one of the more positive podcasts out there. We try in regards to raw. We try. Oh, in regards to raw, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But man, it's 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 bad. Okay, let's go through it. Um, so it started out with Seth Rollins. He was in the ring. What the fuck is up with Seth Rollins' music at the beginning of this show? I didn't notice. Burn what happened? it down. Burn it down. Oh, Burn it down. They really have records back and, there. And, and then skipping. later, later in the night, uh, it was just the regular theme song. Yeah. And everybody in the crowd was like, and even Seth was like, yeah, burn it down. All right. <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to burn it down tonight. Well, they're trying something new like they tried with those air raid sirens for Dean Ambrose. Did they cut those out this week? They, I think oh, they, Ambrose, did, he came out, but he didn't come out to his music. Yeah. Okay. No, last week when they, you know. But they, they, had, to, they had him last week, right? Uh-huh. When he had the gas mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this week when he came out, he didn't come out to music. He no, just no, walked no. out. He just walked out for a second. We'll yeah. see. We'll see on Sunday. So uh, they're trying new things back in the music department. So uh, out comes or Seth Rollins is already in the ring, and he says he's not there to call Ambrose. He's out there to address Baron Corbin because he, he says Baron stated that people need to make a decision whether they want to be on the right side of history or the wrong side of history. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but this is looking more and more like a Hitler rising to power storyline. Like that's uh, yeah, all yeah, I yeah. get from it. And I okay, I'm not making light of Hitler or anything like that. Right, right, right. No, the, everyone the, has to understand that. Let's say instead of Hitler, let's just say the a dictator, dictator rising, rising power. power. Yeah, a, a cruel dictator rising yeah. power. Yeah, because man, he's has just, there ever been a cool dictator? A, a cool dictator? Yeah. We'll have to look back in the history. Books. I guess that's that's in the eyes of the observer, right? Yeah, sure. And this, the eyes of the wrestling observer, right? Yeah, <clears> I guess you could say so the, uh, Fidel Castro has that split appeal yeah but some people think it's cruel some people think didn't he like used to like starve people and then force feed them i don't know that's what i heard back (laughs) i don't know allegedly that's that's a propaganda that's a rumor i heard when i was in like sixth grade so uh out comes baron corbin corbin says seth the door's like always open to uh someone of your caliber uh rollins then goes on to say raw has sucked i can't go back and forth with the voices uh he says raw has sucked and it's because of you baron corbin um, and it's really weird because I felt like, like I said, Rollins is breaking the fourth wall at this point. Kind of. Yes and no. Because he keeps going back and forth. He, uh, he goes on to, uh, he calls out Corbin for all the decisions he's made. And this is, this is why it's really weird. It's not just, and it's, it's someone writing specifically to cover up the tracks from the past couple weeks. Okay. <clears throat> um, oh my God. Parched. Oh, I'm a little parched there. <clears throat> um, so he calls out the Lucha House Party matches, which I was like, okay. He says the Revival is a great tag team, and you're not giving them a chance. They should be in tag team title shots, mm-hmm. but you're just putting them in three on two handicap matches that make no sense. What are these Lucha Party rules? I don't even get it. Can you explain <clears throat> them to me right now? It's just it. It doesn't make sense. That's the thing. And we've been saying this for weeks. Yeah, and no one explained it fully either. Exactly. Even like Michael Cole every week is like, um, well, I think it, it applies to them and not them. Yeah. And Renee, well, that's just them. That's just what they do. Yeah, but but then you go to 205 Live and they're having a tornado tag match when it's just two on two. Why aren't they? You know what I mean? Like, why isn't Lucha House yeah, Party rules yeah, in effect? No, I know exactly what you mean. Because Drake Maverick runs a tight ship over there. 
um, <laughs> and not Corbin. No, exactly. Yeah, and it's you know it's not like Corbin was writing this stuff. Why he why is he treating Corbin like one of the writers or no? Someone's talking to Vince McMahon here. This is somebody talking directly to Vince McMahon. Stephanie, it, it could be. Um, he calls out uh, Maverick for peeing his pants, which is really weird. And this is why I felt like this was a fourth wall breaker here because uh, the peeing pants thing wasn't anything that any like it wasn't like. Corbin booked that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He had nothing to do with that. He had nothing to do with that. So how is it, how is it his fault for him being his, you know what I mean? Yeah. He didn't write the jokes. Especially since it was a a SmackDown team. It wasn't like he went out there. It was like, Hey Maverick, uh, Bobby Roode, I want to do me a favor. Talk smack to this guy at catering. Exactly. And so it made, it, it, it made no sense there. And then he calls out Baron Corbett. See this? Okay, so this is actual grievances. He calls out Baron Corbett for handing the universal title to someone who hasn't competed on Raw in 16 years. Yikes. Is that correct? Like 2002, I think he said, right? But is that correct? He moved to SmackDown. Oh. Okay. So that, okay. he performed to SmackDown He for was a, a SmackDown guy for a long time, wasn't he? Yep. Uh, he says the fans have been disappointed. The morale backstage and the ratings are at an all-time low. Hey, um, and the lowest was last night. Last night. Oh, well, for the second and third hour, which is did it's just really weird because I thought that you know it was actually like I said, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Corbin says he doesn't. He says I don't give a damn about you or the fans or what you're See, going through. That right there is either Vince's voice or Stephanie's voice. That's that I don't give a damn about you, these fans, other people, internet community. This whole episode. I don't care about any of you. We're going to do things the way we do things. Because this whole episode so keep your opinions was yourself. sprinkled with, we have to backtrack. Yeah, yeah. It was all backtrack the entire episode. Uh-huh. I felt like it was a reboot. Yeah. Like, like after TLC, we're going to get a WWE reboot. A fucking uh, uh, superstar shakeup, superstar shakeup. They're they're he gonna was... reboot people's characters. We're gonna see. Th- this is gonna be a cleansing that we haven't seen since maybe maybe uh, Ambrose will go full seventies. Two thousand two. Since you know the the famous you know NXT class of two thousand two or the OVW class. Of but Am- you think Ambrose will turn into a full seventies drug dealer? Come out with a full afro. That would be awesome. A brown afro and like <laughs> platforms. Oh my god! That would be great. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then Rollins, he says he doesn't, or Corbin says he doesn't give a damn. He's gonna put Rollins through hell after he wins at TLC because you know Braun's not showing up. Uh, Rollins, oh, you know what we're gonna get is Seth in a leather jacket with a skull on it, and he's gonna be drinking beers and battling Corbin every week. Oh, he's turning into the Stone Cold. Yep. See, that's the thing. That means Corbin's gonna win at TLC. Yeah. Is Corbin gonna win at TLC? He might. If, if Angle doesn't come back, then yes, dude. Where is our general manager? Where is the general manager we all deserve? Not the one we want, but the one we all deserve. God, it seemed like they had something going with Roman Reigns for the longest time, and now it's just Uh off the road. That's a distant memory now. So then Rollins says, we got all this stuff here. Let's just have a TLC match tonight. Mm -hmm. That's really bad. Sorry. Um, Then Corbin says, no, I'm all right. I'm I'm, I'm good. That's when Rollins starts calling him chicken, 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 coward. Or he coward. That's what it was. Sorry, about that. which is it was very uh, they very childish. Po- they started poking him. He says, "Fine, if we're gonna have a match. It's gonna be for the for the that title, that white bell right there, mm-hmm. that one. I'm gonna win it. You're not, huh?" Next up, we have backstage Seth Rollins. Um, who was that? Dasha back there? I think it was Dasha at first. 
because she's usually SmackDown. Yeah, I think, but I think, but I was yeah. thrown off because it was Charlie the wrestling night. Uh-huh. Uh, Rollins says he might have not made the best decision to challenge Corbin, but hey, uh, when you when you do something like that as an athlete, you have to like raise the bar and ch- keep challenging yourself. Yeah, and for those of you that think that this was a pipe bomb interview, it wasn't. If those of you that think this was a shoot interview, it wasn't. Well, oh, the first the promo. Yeah. Oh no, this was this was fully written. No, no, this was fully yeah. written. No, but but online on Twitter, oh. a lot of people. Seth Rollins shoots. It, it was, was cool. It was kind of cool. Like I was like, okay, cool. It was like, like it was like you lifted a bandaid up, and I was like, oh look, my cut's healing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's still there. It's still scabby. It's still there. It's still scabby. I could, oh, if I pick at it, there it goes. You yeah, know what I mean? Just, there goes the and flow. if they pick at it, uh-huh. there it goes. They'll open the wound up again. Uh, next up, we have, uh, I almost said Bobby Gable and Chad Rude. Uh, Chad Gable and Bobby Rude versus AOP and Drake Maverick. Two on three handicap match for the Raw Tag Team Championship. AOP with a jobber entrance? Weird. Very, very weird. And we should have known when that happened that the titles were going to change hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then when Bobby Roode and Chad Gable come out and they're matching attire now. For the first time. Um, matching ever. robes, yeah. matching tights. Um, Chad Gable had a sparkly headband. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I got to point out, though. Uh-oh. Why was Roode so pissed, no pun intended, about Drake Maverick peeing on his robe when clearly he has two more? Yeah. Or at least one more? Because if if he only has one more, someone's wearing that P robe last yeah. night. Yeah. It's probably Gable. But, you know. Hey, kid. He was like, oh, no, it's cool. I cleaned it, kid. Don't worry. He's like, yeah, it's glorious. <laughs> Consider it your hazing. Um, but it just seems so weird how, like, there's all these. But he was so mad, and he lost his first tag title match. Uh-huh. Anyways, I digress. Yeah, and even then, he wasn't that mad to begin with. He Not was until like, the final flush started. He was, Then he really <laughs> got uh, "Quote unquote pissed because you know that was a uh, that was Maverick with a bottle of water with like he put a little hole through the top yeah. and like yeah just that little bladder he had when Big Show had him in a chokehold yeah uh, the next the match was it was the it was a decent match the AOP debut a new double team knee drop move mm-hmm. which was all right to Bobby Roode then they hit the neck breaker power bomb combo to Gable that's when Maverick wants to be tagged in he goes for the pin but not on the person that they hit the Power or power bomb neck breaker combo too because that person was not the legal man. The legal man was Bobby Roode. Correct. And Bobby Roode, as Maverick was sitting there, he wants to do the glor- glorious um, pose. Bobby Roode rolls him up for the win. New tag team champions. What? So I mean, good for them. They looked legit happy after the. They did after the show. Yeah. Or after the match. So yeah. that backstage interview. Good on them. After that, you know, like I say, they were backstage, and what's wrong with Bobby Roode's voice? I don't know. He was very raspy last night. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, Charlie, I, you know, sometimes it gets tough here, but you know, it hasn't been looking so great. But wow, it's sun shining, and that's when maybe that uh, fin bug is going around the locker room. Oh, and he, you know, shaking it off, or maybe it was Bobby Roode's bug, and he gave it to Finn. Damn you, Bobby! And Roode. then he got better. I see now. I see. I see. He was patient zero. Next up, we have uh, Natalia. She's in the ring. You know, you know Natalia. Yeah, yeah, smiling. She comes out smiling, says Ruby Wright doesn't respect anything in this business. And you know, I smile because I wear my heart on on my sleeve. But I wasn't smiling today. But you're smiling right now. But you were smiling when you walked down, Natalia. Jesus. Then uh, she calls out um, Ruby Wright for disgracing Jim the Anvil Nightheart's legacy. You know, mm. Nightheart's legacy, a generic pair of black sunglasses. Yeah, and you know that fit Natalia perfectly. Yeah, and you know. Bret Hart's glasses were way more important to Jim Hart's. And those things won't break. 
And he, he <laughs> those had, things are just a, like a sheer piece of plastic. You have to yeah. cut those. Yeah. And he gave out millions of them to kids. All, yeah. I, I was always so pissed. I always wanted a pair. I still want a pair of those. Yeah, those look pretty cool for Halloween. You just just get a pair. Do you ever see the the video of those guys in New York? They're like dancing on Times Square, dressed up like WWE characters. <laughs> no, no. It's really good. They also have the Subway Rumble. Uh-huh. Um, where they literally have matches in the New York subway cool. system dressed like one dressed like Kane, uh, one guy dressed like Stone Cold, one guy dressed as mm-hmm. like The Undertaker. Yeah. It's really funny. Uh, but then, uh, back to what I was talking about, um, Natty says she, at TLC she's going to dedicate her match to her father, Jim the Anvil Nightheart. That's when Ruby Wright comes oh, out. Oh, no, you're forgetting all that stuff about uh, remember my mm-hmm. uncle punched the owner of oh. the company in the face. So yeah, she, my family has done this. I've had to struggle. Wait, wait, how have you struggled again? Because well, she was talking about because Ruby Wright has said everything has been handed to. D- did she say that? Yeah. So Ruby Wright says, you know, Natalia's everything right. has everything has everything easy here. And yeah, she came in during the diva era where it was pretty easy to break in if you were a daughter of the heart. Hey, you know, Vince. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll come back, but uh, my uh, my niece, yo, she needs uh, she needs a diva's title shot. You know, she could work really good. You know, she's she's been wrestling for a while. You know, I see that's that's. See, I I think I do a pretty good Brett. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that's when you could work on it a little bit. You'll be all right. Hey. Uh, Ruby comes out. Ruby Wright comes out with the Riot Squad. The Riot Squad. The other two members, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, are holding what looks to be like a table under a sheet. It is a table. Uh, they set it up. Ruby says Natty just walks around backstage feeling sorry for herself, which is a very strange thing to say. And you know what? She's why would you smiling, get mad over that? And she's smiling in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe it's all a facade. You know. Yeah. And she's putting it on for us. And maybe backstage, she's like, guys, like, can we just go get Froyo? And Ruby's like, dude. I'm on a diet. I can't keep eating Froyo every single night. You want to go to the buy the pound place. And like, that's cool. Cause I can get a little bit, but it's like, I got plans. I got to go do some cardio today. Some strength training. It doesn't work in my routine. Uh, Ruby says, Natty doesn't respect the hearts. Uh, uh, dis- uh, she goes, wait, what? Ruby says, Natalia doesn't res- respect the hearts, uh, legacy. And that's when Ruby reveals her special table. With that, she's going to use at TLC with a was it what do they call those fat heads, the wall graphics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat, with a fat head of Jim the Anvil Nightheart on it. <laughs> it was so lame. Like it, it was, was just like a picture of. Jim. She's like, I'm going to put you through this, and then she said she's going to murder Natalia. Well, they were going to be closer than they have been. She a said, time. I'm going to murder you. I'm yeah. going to slit your throat. And I was like, Whoa, Ruby, calm down. Yeah, I uh, know, but she did. <clears throat> she did say that you uh, after this weekend, I will put you through that table, and you'll be close to your father. I know yeah. it's probably meant towards the ground once yeah. I thought about it, but still, I, I think that has some murderous intentions there. It, I might okay, have to talk okay, to this. Okay, I guess I might have to talk to the SJPD this weekend if uh-huh. I'm a witness. Uh-huh. What is that? What has it ever happened? Just like in the middle of a ring, just like someone murders somebody. I know backstage with the whole um, in- uh, Brody. Yeah, Bust, uh, Buster Bro- uh, uh, Bruiser Brody. Bruiser Brody. Yeah, there you go. He was killed in um, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yeah. By was it Carlitos' father? A Cologne. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, maybe that's why the Colognes are still in WWE. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> They're like, oh, we're good, dude. Uh, after this, um, oh yeah, and then yeah, she says she's gonna murder Natalia at TLC. Next up, we okay. have what in the ring <laughs> after you know uh, Ruby goes through all her spiel and all that stuff. Off the mic, you see uh, Natalia mouth. It's not true. Just what, that. What's not true? It's, it's not true that she's going to get spiked through the table. You're not going to murder me. Be closer to her dad. It's not true. Although, I know by someone who, you know, you're, you're a little older. So, I don't know if you, is your father still around? Yeah. Okay. My father passed away. So, Sorry to hear that. 
no, it's okay. It's not your fault. Um, it's what I tell everyone. Don't worry. Uh, but I see <laughs> when she when she cries, uh-huh. I can tell that's legit. Like she's just she can tap right into it. Yeah, because it's easy right after like someone like that passes away. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And no, I legit you know tears. Um, Ruby earlier in her promo said that we've seen this before, and we have. Natalia has cried a bunch on TV. Oh, okay. So maybe something that she maybe she's just feeling bad she's for. She's talented. Get over an Italian. No, that's fucked up. Yeah. Next up, am I forgetting something? Dolph selfie. Uh, Dolph. No, see that's what I was gonna go to. Oh no, I, it's right after this. Dolph Ziggler iPhone promo. He says, "I'm not a good guy. I'm not the bad guy. I'm just Dolph Ziggler." He doesn't understand why Balor's getting involved in his business maybe hmm. because Balor has a match with McIntyre. I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm the guy. Yeah. Next up, kids. Superstar facts. Don't smoke. Um, oh, yeah. Don't smoke. And d- then the superstar facts. So did you know? Did you know that Finn Balor competed in his first match at the age of 18? 18, is that right? Yeah, 18. He relocated from Ireland to Japan to hone his skills in the Far East. We're not going to name places. He just was. Before, mo- <laughs> before moving to the U.S. to join NXT. And no mention of the wrestling school he opened. Oh, God, no. It's Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre this Sunday at TLC. And kids, don't smoke because now we have podcaster facts. Podcaster facts, Corey Smith. Here we go. When I was 16 years old, I took two hits of acid and was shoved in a trunk of a car. I later, eight hours later, went home (laughs) in a trunk of a car and almost got hit. Uh, This car was almost hit by another car, yeah, while I was in the trunk. And I didn't know what was going on. (gasps) Um, But all I heard was, Chad, what? The guy driving was on seven hits of acid. Oh, my God. Legally insane, by the way. Yeah. Oh, is that legally insane? Seven hits. It's legally insane. Oh, okay. Nice. So an insane person was driving. 5150. And then um, we got to my house, and this girl that was with us was like, guys, can you not smoke in here in my house where I smoked at the time? And While was, you're frying hard? I was like, no, you can smoke. It's fine. She like really was like, guys, really, please. And I was like, shut up. I don't know. But guys, I wouldn't be here today if I didn't do that. So don't smoke. <laughs> PSA. Oh, wait, do smoke, because I did smoke. Oh, well, whatever. That's the podcaster fact of the week. Kids, be clean. Hey, be clean. In moderation. In moderation. Yeah, listen to Joe. Experience life. Experience life in moderation. Next up, we have Drew McIntyre, in-ring interview. He says, no one one will ever stay undefeated, not even me. I don't care what kind of guy Dolph Ziggler is. I'm going to kick his head off. So Dolph Ziggler comes out, because that's usually what happens, right? Yeah, but I don't care if you like me, but you will respect me. So you will respect me. I like and respect. I feel like too. he's kind of turned face here, facey. He's like making that like that turn, the slow, uh, slow. I like slow him turn. as the number one heel. Uh, yeah, he he could be a really good face. Who, who he was else, a good face in NXT. Who else is the number one heel right now in the company uh, on Raw? Hey, I want to tell you. Okay, he doesn't count. Lashley, Lashley. Oh, no, the Almighty. Um, Almighty God. They they cut that, didn't they? The Almighty Bobby Lashley. No, they call him the Almighty. Will Graves called him the Almighty. Oh, my God. Uh, out comes Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. They have a pretty good match back and forth. Yeah. It was kind of a, a redo of the match they had last week, kind of mimicking spots they did last yeah, week. Yeah, but this. I feel it was, there was more impact, like high-impact spots. Absolutely. Well, everyone, I felt like, was told to give it there all this week. Yeah. Because um, everyone was like executing moves at a pay-per-view level yeah guys we suck we have to prove that we don't exactly even he slater during the show you know what i mean mm-hmm. and we'll get there yeah um so 
it was really good match. Dolph threw McIntyre into the post. Uh, wait, no, let me start from the beginning. Belly to belly to Dolph Ziggler. Uh, white noise off the top rope to Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler. Effing awesome. What? Effing awesome. Oh, yeah. No, that was really good. I really liked it. Yeah, especially when McIntyre fixed his landing to not land on on Dolph because it was Ziggler, kind of awkward. It was very awkward. Yeah, like Ziggler caught it on his side, not flat on his back. Yeah. But McIntyre saved him a little bit by, you know, kind of maneuvering himself over mm -hmm. him and not landing on top of him completely. Yeah. That would have been bad. See, that's the thing. That's what happens when these guys don't perform at this level every single week. Yeah. And I don't think this is top-notch level at all. If you, like, compare these matches, the New Japan matches, these guys mm -hmm. suck. Mm -hmm. Given some New Japan matches can suck too, but these are just, like, these tonight were fun. I could say that. They yeah. were fun. Yeah. Um, but good thing, because Dolph Ziggler looked like he really... You really landed badly. Yeah, I think those three seconds just earned you a YouTube channel hit. Oh, I hope so. Uh, Dolph then threw McIntyre into the post. Dolph goes for a super, kips, but, super kick but collapses. Um, I always love that spot, too, because it reminds me of uh, Kenny Omega and... Was it Kenny Omega or was it Okada? One of the two. They collapsed when they were trying to... Mm -hmm. I think back and forth. Um, that's when Ziggler hits a zigzag to McIntyre, followed by a kick out. Uh, Ziggler sets up a super kick, but McIntyre hits a Claymore kick instead. Um, he pins for the win. McIntyre beats Dolph Ziggler, of course. Get his win back from last week. They yeah. mimic the count-out spot from last week. Exactly. Um, but yeah. Uh, after the match, though, Drew continues the beat down on Dolph Ziggler. Another Claymore kick uh, while oh, he's he, on the ground and defenseless. And he hit those LED panels really hard, too. Ooh. After the Claymore? He's, he's like, I'm, I'm going to push back the comedy dates a little bit today. Mm -hmm. Just by a, a month. You or know? he's going to forget some punchlines. He's like, hey, guys. what? Yeah, exactly. After this, we have Bailey versus Alicia Fox. Before the max, Sasha Banks comes out. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, Corey Graves said something like, um, Alicia Fox is dedicating this match to Roger the Kangaroo. Do you know what that's in reference to? No. You know that meme of that kangaroo that's super buff? Okay. He's just standing up, you know, uh, pushing his chest up. Mm -hmm. That kangaroo has died. Oh. So, in dedication to Roger the kangaroo, this match will be won by. Oh, Alicia this Fox. is a real kangaroo. Yeah, you've never seen that meme. No. Yeah, you look for it on the internet. It's right. it, it, it's something like "Get at me, bro" or something like that. Oh, you know, I might. The, the buffest kangaroo you've seen in your life. Uh, but before the match, uh, Sasha was coming out and Bailey with Bailey. Uh, Michael Cole mentions how Sasha was doing a tour for the Special Olympics in Abu Dhabi, and just went had to remind us mm -hmm. that you know women did have a match in the Middle East at one point. So mm -hmm. you know, let's forget everything like WWE not allowing them to perform in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, are you hearing this controversy about TNA doing a show in the Middle East no. first? They, oh, you know they've been. I think so. To brag about that. I think a while ago. I don't remember it, but I think someone mentioned something like that one time. Yeah, they've been mentioning it a lot in this but past an upcoming week. one. No, or? that they've over, they've done a show in the Middle East before WWE went there. Because it's not. It wasn't the first women's match in Abu Dhabi. That's for sure. I, I don't want to say it was Abu Dhabi. It's somewhere in the Middle East. You know, it's, it's tit for tat. That's, that's that's what TNA is trying to play. But did they allow women to wrestle? They did. That was the whole thing. That the TNA was the first company to have women wrestle in the Middle East. Huh. That WWE weren't the first ones. Okay. I mean, that's just weird. Jeff Jarrett over in uh, uh well, there is footage from 2010 uh -huh. of uh TNA Live in Abu Dhabi. I don't know if there was a women's match on it. Oh, here we go. Here's a uh, prowrestling.com. It says 
let's see. The history of Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss wrestled in the company's uh, first women's match in Abu Dhabi. The story was picked up by numerous mainstream outlets across the world. Um, but it turns out TNA actually got the jump on this one seven years ago. Aha. Uh, when the stars of Impact Wrestling came to Abu Dhabi back in 2010, it was actually Madison Rain, Sarita, Angela Love, and Velvet Sky who wrestled the first women's match in the United Arab Emirates history. I used to like Sarita. I don't know who that is. I didn't watch TNA. Okay, that's why. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. There's always like like people who didn't make it up to. There was like a lady Latin. Okay. Crew. Nice. There was two uh, Latinx. How th- we like to be referred to as nowadays. I don't know why. LAX. Latinx. Like oh. to not dif- differentiate gender, so it's not Latino Latina. It's Latinx. Don't ask me how that got started. I, I'm. Gender fluid, I'm, I'm 100% I guess. Mexican, and you know, it, well, there's like certain it doesn't words. bother me either there's, way. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, you know it's it's new. People are woke now, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanna, they wanna, they wanna be progressive. Yeah, everybody's woke. That's cool. I, I think everyone, <laughs> as long as you know, people don't push. They're like, unless it's like, don't kill babies. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll push that agenda on everyone. Yeah, don't, don't push your veganism on me. Yeah, I get, dude. I agree with them. Veganism is probably way healthier. So for yeah, you. for sure. But you know what? Kind of sadness. Shit. Dude, I made a burger last night. Buffalo yeah. meat. Oh, oh I, some avocado, and then I made like a grilled cheese with it. Dude, buffalo meat tastes so clean. It's so, well, it's super lean. Yeah, it's way lean. It's leaner than um, I heard. Am I wrong? I think it might be leaner than chicken. I think you're right. Or no, pork is. I'm sorry. Some lean pork is leaner than chicken, like tenderloin. Uh-huh. I used to be a butcher for ten years. Um. But buffalo meat's very, very lean. Yeah. And it's very high in omega-3s because they're 100% grass-fed. Yeah. Have you ever been to Bull's Head? Is it called? Is that in West? Boar's Head? West West Portal. West Portal. Oh, yeah. yeah. My God, those burgers there. I used to love it because they would have like the butcher counter kind of set up. Yeah. Where you go and you can, you literally could be like, I want that burger. Yeah. But they'd be like, you suck. That's when you walk in. The butcher counter's right there. They had the lobster tank. Uh Uh-huh. Is that place still there? It's still there. Wow. I hope they don't ever go out of business. They probably rate when I say that. We yeah. gotta get them. They gotta sponsor the show somehow. Yeah, yeah. Maybe and they they got the placemats with the with the bison facts. Nice. Uh, you know, Native Americans never had any case of heart disease because they ate buffalo specifically. The buffalo exclusively. Um, Alicia Fox starts the match flailing her arms. Um, as soon as Bailey gets the upper hand, the Singh brothers distract Bailey. A big boot to Bailey by Alicia Fox. That's when Apollo Cruz comes out. And uh, Apollo, okay, so there's a spot on the outside. <clears throat> yeah, that's all over the internet. Uh-huh. Um, where uh, Alicia, or Sasha Banks beg, or not throw beg, me. sorry, I, I, I don't, not begs. <laughs> she says, throw me into the Singh Brothers to Apollo Crews. And throw he's like, me. He's like, yeah, all right, cool. He picks her up. I don't think his hand was in the right place because he looked like, I don't want to get too, but he looked like there was something inside of something. Or at least entering that area. Yeah, be it accidental or on purpose. I wonder what was going through like Sasha Banks's head at that moment. Like, oh, good God! Like, oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my! Are you serious? And I wonder what's going through his head at that moment. Like, oh my God! What did I do? Yeah, because Apollo Cruz, like some wrestlers, you can look at, like JBL. I look at him and I'm like, you're probably a douchebag. Yeah, but Apollo Cruz, he looks like he's a genuine good no, guy. You know, when they got backstage, she was like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm so, so sorry, sorry, I'm so sorry." sorry. Oh, and Jesus. she's. She's like, it's okay. I'm just going to go over here yeah. now. And you know when it happened, she kind of let out a little yelp. Like, yep. Nope. Uh, that's when after after that happened, Alicia Fox misses another big boot. Bailey to belly to Alicia Fox. Bailey gets the win. Is, on the- is it just me or does Bailey need a new finisher? 
Oh, she needs a new. She needs the elbow again. She used to have the elbow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was great because yeah. she used to hit it very well. That was the setup to the but Bailey since, to Bailey, right? Since Kyrie's saying no, that used to be her finisher. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I think the Bailey to Belly was the setup to the elbow. Oh wow. Okay. Um. Yeah. That's when Ambrose is backstage with Charlie. Um. She says lunatic. She calls him the lunatic fringe. Uh, <laughs> but he says the lunatic fringe. Dean, what do you think about this? Don't ever call me that again. Mm-hmm. So, there was like a weird pause. It was. Cause it was like, she's like, okay, Dean. Like, Wait. Did, did you name yourself that? Yeah. Jesus. Um, so that's when he says, right when I thought I was uh, looking. Wait, we're backing down. The Roman. Re- oh, he didn't say that. I said this. <laughs> right when I thought they were backing down on the Roman Reigns leukemia angle. They, they doubled, doubled down. down on it. Yep. Um, they basically, you know, he says, you know, I um says, I'm going to get Rollins for what he did. He first says what he did to me and Reigns. And I yeah. thought, I was like, oh, good. They're restarting this, too. Uh-huh. Just like everything else. Um, that's when they play this video package, literally starting, my name is Joe Anoa. I'm like, oh, my God. I have, yeah. like, it starts out with Roman yeah. confessing to the world that he has leukemia. Why? Just yeah. start from the um, the moment where they he turns on him. This when they win orange the has been juiced. It is now just the stuff that you don't like out of the orange. I like that. Did you take that from? Have you? Is that a saying? This orange has been juiced. No, I think I just made it up right now. On the spot. Yeah, that's your. That's your first T-shirt idea. Make it so, nice. Captain. Um, yeah. So it's just very weird. Ambrose is wearing this another jacket, a different jacket. How they're, many jackets does this guy own? They're making it. They're, they send out some intern or assistant to go buy a jacket. Get us a jacket at that a thrift looks like store. Bangs. At like a thrift store or yeah. something. That's right. It's like now. Now it'll be all about Roman. Uh, you can have everything else, Stephanie, but this angle is mine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's when. Well, there's word that he's going to be around for the festivities at TLC. Vince? No, Roman. Oh. Or for the holiday festivities for next week. Oh, for the uh, not TLC. It was the holiday because next week. Oh, the is, holiday episode. It, it's holiday week uh, for WWE. Well, SmackDown's on Christmas. Yeah. Oh no! But next week isn't Christmas. No. But next, next week is WWE Holiday Week. Next week I have two jobs. And Roman Reigns is said to be uh, on hand for those events. Okay, that's, that's interesting. We'll see what happens. He yeah. looks pretty good. I mean, I mean, I don't know exactly where he is with treatment and everything. What's yeah, going on? Yeah. But I'm sure you know the, the problem is he just can't work. He might look leaner. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, next up, we have Elias in the ring. Very, very strange promo with Elias. I don't know if he was told to reset. I think he was told two different things. Well, he's... Okay, here's the thing. This is how you do a sports promo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But instead of getting heat by dissing the the, the, the local. home team crowd, yeah. what you do is you go to their biggest rival, which is L.A. Well, I, instantly, I instantly love San Diego even more now. Yeah. I didn't know they had beef with L.A. Yeah, they do, especially because they... some. So, I'm not very keen on football nowadays. Uh, I quit these last couple of years. But um, there's something to do with the, Viva uh, the Chargers leaving... And the oh. Rams and something else. I don't Wait, know. Where are the Chargers playing now? I think they're playing LA now. Oh yeah, that sucks. So I think they got beef for that. LA That's why he mentions fun. the gas lamp district. LA smells like pee. Yeah, it really does. I'd rather party at the gas lamp district than dirty Los Angeles. I heard that's a really nice area. It is. It's I've down by there. the Padres ballpark, right? Yep. yep. All I know very is nice. It's very similar to our Columbus district. My old. Oh okay. My old boss, he was my budget. Oh, I love Sandy. Oh, it's great. Go to the gas lamp, gas lamp district. Mm. Oh, 
get some drinks, get some ladies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, dude, you're like 56. Calm there, down. There's bars and restaurants there. Nice. Really good food. Yeah. I think he's like a restaurant bar drinker. There you go. <laughs> you know, yeah. good, let's go to the bar at, at P.F. Ching's. <laughs> or it's, I don't know if P.F. Ching's has a bar. Um, he wrote, uh, then he tells everyone to... To silence their cell phones and shut their mouth. Wait, what? He said it kind of regrettably. Yeah, he was like, silence your cell phones. Shut your mouth. And please quiet. Play a song, okay? Uh, he wrote a song. Silence your mouth. For Lashley and Leo Rush. As usual, I don't listen to the song. I mean, I, what is there talking about? You know what? I did, but then I didn't. Some great guitar remember, riffs. So it didn't, I didn't take blues, notes on it. Great bluesy guitar riffs. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure a joke about Leo Rush and Lashley. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when Leo Rush and Lashley come out to the ring because it's a la- Elias versus Leo Rush, mm-hmm. um, which is really cool. You get the Leo Rush match on Monday Night Raw, which I like. I, they're integrating talent into the main roster. Yeah, um, They're continuing to do so on SmackDown tonight with Mustafa Ali versus Daniel Bryan. Um, but this, you know, Leo Rush is really good. He's probably one of the best cruiserweights on, was on the indie scene, him versus Cedric Alexander. I think yeah. PWG, I think they wrestled at PWG, uh-huh. was one of the mo- best matches I've ever seen. Oh, wow. Uh, but he's Slater. He Slater's refing this match. Yeah, to a surprise, which it, makes you think this is shenanigans that. written all over it. Shenanigans galore. Uh, that's when Rush is running all around Elias. Elias eventually catches him for a pop-up slam to Leo Rush. Lashley then distracts okay. Elias. <laughs> I don't know if you got to it yet, but there's a line where Elias is beaten up on childlike Leo Rush. Yeah. Because he looks like a, a child compared like a child. to Elias. And during the beatdown, Elias goes, this hurts me more than it hurts you. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That was great. Um, then eventually uh, Slater, well, Lashley then attacks Elias after he hits a last sit-down last ride to Leo Rush. Lashley attacks Elias. But instead of just automatically calling for the bell, he Slater holds off mm-hmm. and Lashley intimidates him, says, you Lash better not there. call for the yeah. bell. Um, that's when he beats down on Elias. Um, beats him down with a chair with a guitar shot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to Elias, and then he forced Slater to count the three count. Slater very reluctant to count that three count too. Yeah. It was like a, you know, it felt bad for the guy. He's out there. He looked really depressed. He's playing the role right. And I told you, <sighs> I told you though, he was he's going to have more of a prominent role now. He he's is actually going to be on the show. Yeah, especially since important. he refed two matches uh-huh. last night. There was more. There was more Heath Slater on this Raw than Finn Balor. That is true. That that is true. There is more Heath Slater on this Raw than Braun Strowman. But there is more Heath Slater on this Raw than the Universal Champion Braun, Brock Lesnar. Okay. Well, Braun and Finn both have stum- tummy aches, so you can't count that. Revival, okay. Lucha yeah. House Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can go on and on. Yeah, you get good checks there. Okay, uh, an actual wrestler is a tough guy. He is being made weaker than a regular ref. That's yeah, yeah. That's the one thing that was that. Threw me off. Because a regular ref came in the ring and covered up Elias and Lashley made a move towards him. And the ref was like, hey, get out of here. Yeah. What do you do? Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. And how many times have you seen a ref? just gets up and leaves. How many times have you seen a ref, like somebody get, especially like Earl Hebner, so he would get right in his face. And Mm -hmm. I remember that. It was like be like Big Show or The Undertaker get right in his face. And Hebner would get right back into it and like poke in his chest. Don't talk to me like that. I'll kick you out. Oh, that was always the coolest part. Yeah. I always loved when the refs stood up for themselves, yeah. man. It eventually led for them like getting choke slammed or sure. power bombed mm-hmm. or whatever. But the majority of the time, I would say ninety percent of the time, the refs have the this power that wrestlers just don't you know cross the line. Yeah, you're not supposed to hurt a ref. Like they're and, supposed to be. And Slater doesn't realize this. 
okay, there might be some, there might, they might try, it's a more of a, there's more layers to this story, sure, which is something you don't say about Monday Night Raw he ever. he was already threatened with, with getting the, fired, getting fired. And he's like, I better do, he as got I'm kids told or else I got kids. Uh, and I wrote down when he was introduced as the ref, please don't do that. I got kids ref bit. And that's exactly and that's what they're exactly going to go what to. what he did, yeah. They're going to, I got kids. I got to, I got to count fast. After this, we have an open, well, uh, a face-to-face with Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax. Uh, Nia's, oh, no, you don't. No, I don't. You have a Slater Corbin. Oh, oh uh, see, I missed this. Backstage segment. Uh-oh. And you have another match. What? There's oh, no that's doubt. all I said. That's yeah. all I said. Okay. And there's no doubt in my mind that it's the main event. Mm-hmm. Because nobody is creative, and you know uh, Slater's going to be involved somehow in the main event uh, with the uh, with the ending of the main event. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we get, like I said, face-to-face with Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax. Nia, she comes out to the ring with Tamina, and Alexa Bliss is out there too, and she's basically giving away her strategy. Yeah. Wasn't this supposed to be like a Q&A th- thing too? I thought so. Yeah. That's what I thought. So she comes out and she says... You know, I'm gonna punch. I'm the face breaker, and I'm gonna punch you with this fist. I was doing a sarcastic what chance during a promo, and what? I was like, "Oh my god, why isn't anybody doing this right now?" Because they got shut down it's last so week fixed. by Daniel Bryan. Yeah, they got shut down. Yeah, a hundred percent. Everybody in the world was yeah. like, "Oh fuck, he's right." It, Daniel Bryan's new uh, nickname is gonna be Hypno Toad. Oh my god, he really he he. He took that chant and threw it on the ground and stomped a mud hole in it. And flushed it down the toilet. We'll see what happens tonight. Maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe everyone's going to reserve him for him now. Yeah, yeah. Because that could be. Maybe he's just like where he gets the what yeah. chance. Well, she was, Nia Jax was getting what chance from me in my living room like a lunatic. Uh, but yeah, she basically says she's going to break Ronda Rousey's face. And if Rousey grabs her arm, she's going to open her fist and pull her hand away. What? So, I mean, that was just, okay. Why Ooh, did she, that scream Nia did. Didn't she like... Day? Get put in an arm bar by her like a couple months ago. Yeah, she did. Why didn't she do it then? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then she starts, I'm going to get my title. What? Oh, my God. That's, I legit was like, what? It was screeching, too. At least she had some passion within her. I, I wonder what's wrong with her. Do you think it's her like trying to remember her lines? Because she was actually pretty good in NXT. Mm-hmm. In NXT, she was at, go out there and cut a promo, but it was like more of like a monster. Like She would just go out there, say some stuff, boom, 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 uh-huh. and be out. You know what it is? It's a lost identity. They don't know how to write for her. She doesn't know how to convey a message by her by herself. Like, no, no, no. I'm going to take the reins on my character, and I'm going to do me. I don't know. Instead, she's following what they're telling her. Because remember last week, she came off really yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the week before that, she was this monster. The week before that, she was sarcastic and nice and whiny a little bit. She, Either she or the writers are just not finding who she is i think she's i think she's struggling to remember her lines that that could be the case too i think that's i honestly because she looks like she's she she didn't flub anything no but she looks like she if you look her in the eye because you know you're looking directly at her that hard (laughs) cam yeah um she looks like she's looking for lines okay and at least that's the feeling i get because i'm like oh honey i know i know that feeling (laughs) like i've been there i've been doing the project at city college like you know i've been like this week in news uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look at see what type of stare she has next time. Out comes Ronda Rousey, and she didn't come out here to do her poses or talk. She came out here to fight. Uh, that's when she comes out to the ring, scares off Nia and Tamina, but then they corner Rousey, um, try to get in the ring. Out come out comes Ember Moon to help Rousey. Cool, yeah, I like Ember. Yeah, me too. After this, we have a match: Tamina versus Ember Moon. It was a match. Um. 
Uh, Naya tries to get involved. Rousey throws Naya into the barricade. What happened at the end of this match? I didn't get the end of this match. Oh, there was uh, interference outside, uh, distraction, distraction with uh, Naya and Ronda Rousey. And then Ember gets a uh, setup for the um, Eclipse. And then she nails the Eclipse one, two, three. Oh, I love the Eclipse. The Eclipse is so good. I love that movie. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. It's like the Stone Cold Stunner taking to the next level, man. Oh, yeah, definitely taking it to the next three floors. If you go up three ropes. <laughs> I like it. Um, you that know, it's a shame for Tamina because she's... A better worker than Naya, she can't be worse than Naya on the microphone. And um, now she's just a heel hindrance. I mean, do we remember N- Tamina talking on the mic? She's, I don't. She's just, she's just at as least, good. At least Naya, we're going to remember some of those promos. I don't remember any of her promos. Say truth. <laughs> That's what I remember. <laughs> um, after this, we have Baron Corbin backstage with Charlie. Charlie, she asks him, she wants to get to brass tacks. She wants to know, Baron Corbin, are you abusing your power? Mm. He says, whoa, that sounds like a loaded question, Charlie. Are you trying to get shipped off to SmackDown? And this falls in line with your uh, dictator theory. See, exactly. He's just throwing his power around. But he says, ha ha, never mind. Just kidding. Mm -hmm. It wasn't loaded. It was fine. Uh, it was a good question, actually. I <laughs> uh, said, "Yeah, like I said, this, I wrote it down. This is looking more and more like a. I'll change my words. A dictator rising to power storyline." Uh-huh. Um, then he announces the match. Uh, we announced the match for uh, TLC: Elias versus Lashley in a um, a, a guitar, guitar on a no. It's a guitar on a on a ceiling. So what was that match back in the day? Like iron worker match or where you go up and you grab the glove and you can use it in mm-hmm. the match. Yeah. WCW, what was it called? I don't remember. Oh fuck. A uh, gauntlet gauntlet match. No, <laughs> it's not a gauntlet match. It's definitely not a gauntlet match. Urgh. Anyways. So it's a, like a ladder match. I say it's a ladder match, but it's the first person to get up the ladder. gets to grab the guitar and uh, can use it in the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's a pin pinning predicament it's match. A guitar match. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so after this, we have our main event for the evening. Uh, no, we have uh, Lars Sullivan. <sighs> it's still happening. I like how they were like, Stephanie and Shane are, are in a bidding war for him. I'm like, he's going to show up at TLC, isn't he? He said Monday. something. Monday. Oh, because I thought he said something. Oh, he said TLC and then mm-hmm. something. Okay. Yeah. Please, please, Alistair Black, come in here and just kill Black. this guy before he makes it in the ring. Oh, dude. I, all I want to see have Lars Sullivan come out in a big buildup, and then all of a sudden lights go out. Yeah. Alistair Black, mm-hmm. black mask, done. Mm-hmm. You're out of here, Lars. Mm-hmm. Hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back. Just saying. After this, we have our main event, Baron Corbin versus Seth Rollins for the, in, or the Intercontinental title, tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh, my. Match. Mm-hmm. Um, he Slater is refing this match, too. So. Yeah. He said, um, this is when Rollins and it comes better out. better go my way, it's gonna or be, you're going to hit the highway. It's going to be my way, my way, or the highway. I'm going to let it all come out. I'm going to let it all shout. Sorry, I got into a <laughs> uh, Limp Biscuit tangent right there. So Rollins comes out into his regular music. I wonder if, I just, I don't know what happened at the beginning of the show. I yeah. don't know what was up with that. No, I'm telling you, there was. A, they actually play records. They blow them off. <laughs> then they put them on the turntable. That's how they get that sound effect for uh, Dolph Ziggler. Ah. Uh, back and forth between uh, Baron and Rollins. Um, Baron's instructing Slater to grab a ladder on the outside of the ring. That's when there's multiple chair shots to Seth Rollins. Graves and Renee, they get in a little bit of tiff on commentary over Baron Corbin. Did you hear this? Uh, no. They were just talking about like supporting Baron Corbin like in the right side of history and the wrong side of history. <clears throat> mm. And Graves tells her, he said, shut up, Renee. 
And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And that's when Michael Cole like legit said like, no, Graves, you need to respect Renee. Yeah. And I was, I was taken back. I didn't know what to do. I had a few things I was thinking. One, was it because, you know, people have been talking the past couple weeks and saying they've been pressuring Renee. Mm -hmm. They've been doing this to Renee. So, like, they're going to have Michael Cole stand up for Renee here. Maybe. Or did, I don't know. Maybe maybe Graves slipped. And they were like, whoa, whoa. Like, like everybody backstage was like, whoa. Oh, because shut up. Because it was like a shut up Byron thing. You know what I mean? That's exactly what it was like. But Renee Young's no Byron Saxton. Mm -mm. Uh, Far from it. Uh, Graves and Renee, like I said, getting a tiff. Uh, Cole tells him to sh- uh, re- better respect her. So we get a suplex to Seth Rollins on the ladder. Uh, Baron climbs the ladder, and that's when Rollins jumps on the ladder from the off the ropes. Mm-hmm. You see that? I was I, dude. Rollins is so good in ladder matches. Yeah, I think this is like his match. It's creative. Um, Rollins rallies back. Chair shots to Baron Corbin. Double suicide dive to Baron Corbin. He goes for a third. The fans are chanting for tables, and what do we get? The baby face put through a table. Mm-hmm. So you want it? You got it. Here you go. <laughs> um, that's when Baron. You asked for it. Uh, Baron sets up the. He sets up a later. Climbs up so slowly. Chair shot to Baron Corbin by Seth Rollins. That's when we get a Slater bump. Slater bump. Mm-hmm. Um, he falls to the outside of the ring. He gets hit with a chair, right? I believe so. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, Seth then sets up a table on the outside. Frog splash to Baron Corbin through a table. Rollins climbs up the ladder. Slater reluctantly, he looked very reluctant at first. Yeah. Pushes um, Seth Rollins off the ladder. Well, pushes the whole ladder down. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, they, they always do that kind of, you know. Uh, but but it was like, it was like, it was very slow to where he was like, Rollins was like, don't do it, don't do it. Yeah. And Slater yeah. was like, I gotta, I gotta, do, I gotta it, do it, bro. Yeah. Um, that's when uh, Rollins, let's see, where am I at? Frog splash table, Rollins off the ladder, splash. Uh, Slater helps, yep. Uh, Rollins. Takes out Slater, buckle bomb to Baron through a table. Uh, Slater begs him to not take him out and then says he just had to do what he had to do and for his family and they get a super kick to Slater. Yeah. I, I mean, you saw it coming. It makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's it, the storyline makes sense with Heath Slater. Yeah, it does. It, that's all I can say. It does, I, it's but entertaining. I, it, but I mean, you're you're going down the road. You know this you, is going to go. I don't want him, I don't no, want him to turn heel. Uh, neither do I. Um, I want Slater to be like redeemed. Yeah, and I think he will. Uh, there'll be a moment where maybe as soon as TLC, well, he'll be asked to do the favor for something, and he'll just look at Corbin in the eyes like, no, I'm not doing it. And the only way I can see, and I have this weird scenario playing in my head where B- Braun can't make it this week, and mm. he'll be like, ha, ha, I win, I win. And then you're going to hear he Slater come out and be like, no, I'm fighting this match with you, and then Baron's going to win. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's so many matches announced for TLC, like I think eleven, yeah, something like that. And, ton, yeah. and still, there's no Rusev um, Nakamura. There's no what Hardy Joe. Yeah, what? Yeah. So it's like, fuck. How long is TLC going to be this year, man? Yeah. Oh yeah, Rollins wins, retains title. Yep. Um, after the match, uh, Ambrose comes out and he's just like. You want to buy some drugs, kids? Some quaaludes? Yeah. Uh, sans the jacket, or did he have the jacket on? No, he I had, thought he had. He had it on. Oh, he had the jacket. Okay. On. He had the jacket. I on. thought it was just a t-shirt. Then he was like, "Oh no, maybe I better not wrestle." I wonder what the dark match was afterwards. I don't know. I don't they probably know. got into a tussle. Probably it was probably something. With D- if Dean Ambrose wasn't wrestling, it was probably something with Dean Ambrose. But if Rollins was in the main event, he probably wasn't wrestling in the dark match. Um, it could have been like some multi-man match, like Lashley. Oh wait, no, Raw doesn't get a dark match. Oh, okay. Raw doesn't get a dark match. I'm sorry, because they have main event beforehand, and it's a three-hour show. Mm-hmm. So you get a dark match yeah, at at the beginning at SmackDown. 
Yeah. At the yeah, end. yeah, yeah. Yeah, main event. You get main event at yeah. Money Night Raw. Mm-hmm. So. That was raw. That was raw. Before we get out, see, these are just such, these shows are so packed now. There's yeah, so much stuff yeah. to listen to. Before we get out of here, there's a couple things we need to do. First off, SmackDown preview for tonight. Uh, well, b- the first thing we didn't know about until a couple hours ago, Mustafa Ali versus Daniel Bryan. Holy, yeah, what is that about? Holy shit. Like that's all the only words I have to explain that. And it's non-title for sure, right? Oh, uh, for sure, but if Mustafa Ali wins, I mean, via AJ Styles. Who's to say he doesn't earn a shot at the WWE title? A uh, three-way battle. AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. Dude, if Mustafa, Mustafa Ali, Ali, if he gets added to that match, world championship. That is so 2K19. It is. You know what I mean? That's it like is. that's it, like inserting my player into the USA uh, number one contender I just got there today. See? Look at yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, see, you're like, Jose, oh, you know, City Wrestling J is coming out there to, mm. take, to take the day. Um, so that's going to be a fun match. I cannot wait for that. Also, also Charlotte versus Asuka, WrestleMania rematch. I can't wait for that. Um, Usos versus The Bar in a rap battle hosted by The New Day. I can definitely that, wait for that. Mm, yeah, I'll be fast forwarding that. Uh, Jeff Hardy addresses Samoa Joe. And Naomi it, goes one on Samoa Joe's PSA. And his PSA, exactly. <laughs> Always in moderation, Jeff. He's probably like, yeah, no, he's right. I fucked up. Yeah. Um, he's right. Let's yeah. get the Jeff that was there last week. Let's not get the Enigma guy. Oh, God. Let's get Jeff Hardy. Just regular Jeff to, Hardy? Yeah, to cut this promo tonight. Like, dude, come on, bro. Like, you know, I'm going to go. You know what I've been struggling with? Do you, you have to take it there? Jeez. Well, like, I just want to mow my lawn in peace. You know, yeah. he does. Uh, Let's party. Yeah. He does. <laughs> Great SmackDown. Woo. <laughs> um, you know, he like mows his lawn intricate, like intricate, like shapes. Like, uh-huh. what do they call that? Um, uh, yard work. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, landscaping. Grands- oh yeah, there you go. Landscaping. Landscaping. Right? He does. Yeah, he's done like the Hardy logo in like um, big bushes and everything. Yeah, yeah. He's like, really good like, at like it. Like they do at baseball stadiums. He's really good at mm-hmm. it. Um, he, he lives in the Hardy compound in a separate house. Yeah. So, and uh, before our last bit of duty today, we like to give some birthday wishes. So today we only have one birthday, but it's one very special birthday. Uh, born in the 619. Uh-oh. Born in 1974, turning 44 years old. Ray Mysterio Jr. Whoa. 44, wow. Who's that jumping out the sky? R-E-Y. You know what I really want? What? So I have the WWE title the title belt. Yep. I need a Ray um, side plate mm. with a KO side plate. With a Ooh. Kevin Owens side yeah, plate, yeah, so then yeah. it's just K-O-R-E-Y. Ah. <laughs> I, I would buy, if they had those, I mean, like two, like even if they were like in packs of two, I would mm-hmm. buy them both. I'm like, you know what, screw it. Yeah. I'm getting it. just has my name on it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe oh, have well. those made. Oh, well. You know, slap those on and off like Daniel Bryan did. Yeah, because because I have one, and I had the NWO plates, and I forgot to take them off on Halloween, and I was dressed as John Cena. And Brian, hey. Brian Zane from Wrestling With Regret, I went to a show, and he pointed, he was, oh, there's John Cena with NWO side plates. I'm like, goddamn Mark. Cool. <laughs> He's like, you guys trying to go to wrestling? Or I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, that way's the girls' softball game. I'm like, okay, thanks, thanks, Brian Zane. Jeez. You know we love you though. Just, Jerk. <laughs> just, just, just casting a little shade. All right, guys, let's get out of here with now our supersized shows. Oh my god. All right. Has it been supersized? Oh yeah. Whoa. All right, guys, for City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, for me, Corey Smith. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Jose Osegada. And we will see you tomorrow. 12 show. Smack it. Our SmackDown Live recap and review show. All right, guys, see you later. Bye. Bye -bye. Ah, how do you turn this thing off?